It's time for more BetMGM Tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. 130-117, Mavs get a win over the Wizards. You got the Bucks up big, 98-75 on the Raptors. Magic, our magic, all over your Chicago Bulls, 50-33. to God. The Bulls are... Um, are they trading Zach Levine? I'm going to listen on the way home, actually. Is, is, is the full episode is out, right, T, with Lawrence Holmes? Yes. Okay, I'm going to listen to that on the way home. I need to hear... I don't listen to a whole lot of Chicago radio right now, except for, like, Cubs stuff, just because we got so much going on. Got to check it out, though, of course, on the uh, Odyssey app, Here 670 The Score. And I love Lawrence. I've been listening to Lawrence since I was a kid. Him and Joe was his producer, Ostrowski, and uh, that was always my favorite show. And they were out at nights. And I worked nights, so I would put it on in my headphones. And uh, now Lawrence obviously does days. But I got to hear his take because the Bulls are playing tonight like a team that completely uh, wants to blow it up. They have 33 points at the half. Is that a, is that a that's typo? A real, that's a real number. 30, yes, 30 points. So Reminds me of Major we, League. One hit, one GD hit. You can't say that on the radio. We've Nobody's got... listening. You know, <laughs> 33 points, dude. That's crazy. I don't think Levine's going to get his 27 for me, huh? God, I hate this team. Orlando is just taking them to pound town. It's crazy. And good to see for our magic. But, like, the Bulls, here's my problem with sports right now. I love betting them. All my teams suck. They bring me no joy. It's true. The Packers bring me absolutely no joy, and I have to talk about them three times a week for an hour. I know how that feels, my friend. The Bulls bring me no joy, and I'm paying for League Pass, and I can't even watch my team on League Pass. Amanda's always like, hey, why don't we watch the Bulls ever? And I'm like, because they suck. And she's like, oh, Fairweather fan. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because if it's like a bunch, like if it's like the, the Blazers, then I'm all in on the young guys. But I'm watching like a bunch of guys like Damar and Zach and like Vooch who should just be elsewhere. Tonight's a big night for our division ticket. So Atlanta is down one to the New York Knicks. Eight minutes left to go. And uh, Orlando obviously beating the hell out of uh, the Chicago Bulls. So when that happens, if Atlanta loses to New York and Orlando beats Chicago, they will both be tied for second in the Southeast. Miami has been going on a little bit of a run. They went 6-0 and in their last six games since Tyler Hero got injured. But this Southeast division is actually like pretty lit in terms of uh, our 8-1 to mm-hmm. Orlando Magic ticket. Wish it was back to the what was it last year? Twenty five to one? No, one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty to one. Yeah, but that was in season in though. Season. I mean, yeah, yeah, before yeah. season too, though they like. I, think I mean, they were hundred to one in season. God, I guess we did bet it at like one fifty to one. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, we were we were yes. buying. You know, it's kind of like in fantasy baseball when when Bryce Harper was seventeen and and I drafted him. Everybody's like, "Why are you doing this?" And I was like, "The future, baby. The, the future. future. That's what we were doing." Is that the league that you uh, won one game in this year? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, it's now or weeks it's, or whatever. And it, it was, sucks because we've we've deceased the league. It's hundred yeah. dollars was going to win fifteen grand. I was yeah. so ready for the Orlando. Oh, Magic. oh me too, man. And they continue. And I placed it in multiple books because there, there was different odds. You could shop around. This is the this is the year though. Sacramento Kings currently leading the division at five and four. This is incredible. I told you guys I have Sacramento to win the division and I have the Magic to win the division. Mm-hmm. If both of those hit, it's seventy to one. Did you parlay them together? Yes, I did. Did you really? Yes. Good 70, for you. Seventy to one. <laughs> yeah, I think I put like not a lot of money on it. Let me see what it is. It th- I think it was like maybe twenty five bucks. Yeah, but, still, but again, that's that's a two division still, parlay. Like, oh yeah. come on, yeah. You know, a great example. We were talking about this earlier, right? About blowouts in the NBA and props just going to die in the fourth quarter. Right. 
So I we remember I said I took Luca over on uh, points and assists with him. Yes. But I took an alternate number, and at first I thought, oh God, I should have taken a higher number. Look at what he's doing. But wait, they're starting to pull away. So the Mavericks won 130 to 117. Luca finished with. 36 points and assists. I had over 35. Oh, my God. By one, one, one. So it worked. It is a great example of also look at what that matchup is. And if it's going to be a blowout, it may be big numbers in the first half, but they're going to sit these guys in the fourth quarter. So just because you think they could put up big numbers, that's for an entire game. Think, what could they do through three quarters? So that kept the parlay alive. It's not a big one. It's only like three to one. It was a baby parlay. But like, still, just that that right there is enough where you got to remember, oh my God, don't ever do it again. Don't ever, don't ever fall into that trap and take the lower numbers against exactly. the Wizards. The Wizards, that's the one thing. The Wizards are going to get blown out a lot this year and and probably <laughs> yeah. go to die. And next. Because of that. Yeah, and probably next year, too. And probably the year. Like you the, honestly need to find out how much a player averages in the first three quarters yeah, of play yeah. in order to know how many points you yeah. should take them for. That is really a great way to look at it because... Probably not playing in the fourth quarter. Yep. I don't, yeah, I don't know if Luka played it all in the fourth quarter. I mean, I looked at the beginning. He wasn't out there to start. Uh, he finished... He played 32 minutes. So my, I, I mean, probably did not play much in the I fourth. I don't think he played much in the fourth at all. I think he wow. played a little bit because I did need a, a little bit more from him. But. With no Kyrie, they still lost by 13. Jordan the, the, Poole, still two for seven from the, three. With the full squad, too, for the Wizards tonight. Wizards are trash, my friend. Wizards are trash. But I'll just say this. Uh, five rebounds for Jordan Poole. It's been set at two and a half for a while. Like your Keontae George prop yesterday. I may be down I on Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole rebounds. He's been crashing the boards the last four games, I want to say. That's somebody that you look five at. Five rebounds, yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, five tonight. It was just two and a half. And he had five, and then he had four the game before that against Toronto. Five against Brooklyn. Wow, and then it was really just two and one. Attention. That's a bit, that's a slow number. Yeah, it's probably going to go up, but I would say just keep an eye on that and stick with it. If it's even a three and a half, which is probably where it'll go, I would still take the over there just because of what he's done the last couple of games. Because wow. sometimes he's just probably <laughs> rebounding his own misses. Which hey, you know what? Followed his shot. That's a good thing. Nick, how tiring is it? Uh, covering the Wizards and just night after night, why, just being like, yep, "Why you got to bring this up, man?" Again, because you're watching. You're watching my good again. friend Wes Hall up there. We used to do a couple and shows you together. See it and, all over his face. He's oh, just I know. Because like, yep, because here's again. the secret. I don't want to spill his secret. He's a Lakers fan. He's from L.A. So he sits there and laughs when it's all said and done. <laughs> so when I did the Wizards show that I did, whatever Wizards many years Insiders, ago was, Wizards Outsiders, close. It got, to, it got to the point where they were losing so many games, it was like, what What are we supposed to do on the show? I wore a poop emoji mask because I said they played like poo-poo. Um, I walked they off the set. Very unhappy. I thought they you were going to say you were a puka necklace. But go on. <laughs> no, I did have a puka shell necklace so back in middle school, back like, in the day. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Come on, man. Everybody had a puka shell necklace when it was cool. Uh, yes, Trista, they were not happy. I You probably were very much reprimanded for that. Uh, I was never, let's put it this way. I was never reprimanded, but I got a few, hey, can we not do that again? A, a few a few times I got I got called like, to the principal's what? office. What did I do? In my defense, I was not the only one to get called to the principal's office there. They were very, very sensitive because their team was trash. But, yeah, it's there's a certain point, man, and I've always said this, too. Like, it's even a tougher gig. I don't think people understand how tough it is to cover, like, a baseball team on the beat. Like, it's one thing to do a pre- and post-game show. When you're on the beat of, like, a bad baseball team... It's tough to do on a good baseball it team. It is. Every day. It's impossible to do for a bad baseball yeah. team. Those, those people... 
Those men and women are doing God's work. It is insanely difficult because that's a lot more work than even sitting here and talking for 30 minutes after I a game. I did it a year, and I gained 30 pounds, and I'm not kidding. In you one ate all summer. the press box food, didn't you? Well, I'd get home every night at like 3 a.m., every morning at like 3 a.m., and then you'd have to be at the ballpark the next day. And that's why I give a lot of credit to baseball players mm-hmm. because like those Sundays – like you play Saturday night and then How do Sunday. They stay in shape because they're not really like exerting that much well, effort. And that's the thing; like they get there early because in a lot of them do work out. Like Christian Yelich's workout plan was insane, and his diet was insane. He was just eating like power bars nonstop. Um, but like, yeah, that's what they do. They take BP and mm-hmm. then they hit the gym. A lot of them just they don't even like. Some of them don't lift weights. They do bands like IT bands and stuff. A lot of flexibility, a lot of yoga. But man, that gig. Um, yeah, it's tough. Like I'll do it if it's the Dodgers or the Yankees, but, but I would even not then, want to go back to Milwaukee and cover the Brewers. Even then, it's a grind. But I'll tell did you, you what: you travel with them? Yeah, you travel with the Brewers. Oh no, no, oh, I didn't. Oh. I just did the home games. Oh, got no. it. Still, no, because I did the morning show too. That was, oh, that's and rough. that was actually the toughest part. Is I would have to go in and do the morning show, and I did like the pre pre morning show at five a.m., and then I did the sports updates from six to ten. Oh yeah, and then I would have to go to Miller Park, and it smells like cheese and beer and Wisconsin pe- I'm kidding I love I love my people but it does like it smells like just cheese in there I bet you know what like, there's worse smells I don't like well I guess it depends on the type of cheese there's stinky cheeses and then there's good cheese yeah I'm, it I really mean, just depends yeah depends so. I don't know I mean obviously like people in Wisconsin love cheese you got the Mars the cheese castle oh I, I love the cheese castle see, it's amazing I, I don't eat just like cheese though like I, I like melted cheese on pizza like cheese on nachos but I don't just like like my son like every morning, he's like, "Daddy, could I have some cheese?" And I'm like, "If that's what you want to do, it's like a Frankenstein and Big Daddy. Like, hey, if that's what you want to wear, that's that's all you, buddy." <laughs> I'm like, "If you really just want to sit here and eat a brick of cheese, like, are you a mouse? Go ahead and do so." But I don't know. I, I find that to you be gross. You don't eat slices of cheese. No, I don't. What about I, cheese sticks, string cheese? No, my wife does. Nathan does. Everybody I know does. I do not. It's, it's gross. Oh, I don't like cold cheese. Uh, well, what about warm cheese? Warm cheese sticks. No, warm cheese is actually worse. Well, yeah, like no, a cheese stick, like cold. fried cheese sticks oh, in, a, in oh, like yeah, a marinara. I think, probably, I think he probably oh. likes that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you like that? I, I do, but I can't have so much of it. Hurts the stomach a little. Let me bit. tell you something. When I went to Wisconsin, when I went to Wisconsin for a wedding and went to that that cheese castle. First time I ever had fried cheese curds. Oh, no, fried cheese curds Amazing. are on level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't live there, though. I'd eat way too much, and it would be just an awful thing. And then they give you, like, a beer and a shot just comes with it. I was what? like, what? Beer and this, a shot? This place is amazing. Yeah. yeah, you get a beer and a shot. You and get, everybody's you get a so, spotted cow. Or... So nice, and they know you're definitely not from there, and they're just excited to watch you, like, get they in are. on their traditions. I'm like, you people are amazing. Yeah. I love all of you. Yeah, I love it. I do. But every time I go home or go back to the Midwest, I'm like 20 pounds heavier. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it's it's not it's hard. It's just cheese and garlic and, and, yeah. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. All right, week 11 in the NFL starts tomorrow. you got the Bengals at the Ravens. Uh, if you're looking at, as we always do this every week, survivor picks for this week. Now, again, you could be in a survivor pool, and that's one thing. But we also can just... Kind of find teams where there's an opportunity where if you're going to take them, this may be the chance to take them. You guys know how I feel about the Cardinals. I feel like this is a chance if you want to take the Cardinals. Taking the Cardinals to beat the Texans in a letdown spot for Houston after what they did against the Bengals last week is an opportunity. Now, the Cardinals are going to be a better team the rest of the way with Kyler Murray than where we were before. But that's one team that I'd at least look at. If you're like, I want to get the Cardinals off. I can only take them once. i got to get it done. This would be one team that I would look at this week and say, take the Cardinals. The Texans are certainly riding high, but sometimes these young teams riding high, feeling themselves a little bit, this is when the letdown happens. 
Riding high. I like the Cardinals with the points. I'm mm-hmm. with you. I could see them winning this game. Scares me a little bit, though, because oh, the Texans scary. are at home. It's scary. It's, it's either going to be like young team, find some success, letdown spot, or like C.J. Stroud doesn't have letdown spots. I mean, you hear him talk to the media, and he's like, no, no, no. Things, it's kind of like when Joe Burrow took over in Cincinnati, and he's like, nope, this is the new norm. We mm-hmm. win around here now. Those mm-hmm. days of losing are over. I love C.J. Stroud, man. And like, it's still the Cardinals. You know what I mean? I know Kyler's back, but they're not the, mo- they're not the most talented team. I actually, so my selection, I've made it, and I'm not going back on it. I'm still alive. I'm going with the Jags. Um, I don't know if they cover the number, although I do like them now that we are off the seven. We're at six and a half. It's minus 120. It's Will Levis on the road. I know the Jags haven't looked all that great the last couple weeks, but I think just this is a week. good. Yeah, I was going to say it really is just one week. Yeah. Um, but they're not really clicking offensively the way that I want them to be. I think they might be like a piece away. I was so excited to get Calvin Ridley back for them this year. They need a big bodied receiver. Yeah, they need like more of like a red zone guy. You know what I mean? Like six three, six four. Mm-hmm. I like Christian Kirk. DeAndre Hopkins would have been a good pickup for them. Yeah. 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 Instead he's on the other side with Will Levis. And we know the Jags defense really good against the run, so I think they'll be able to hold their own against Derrick Henry in that run game. And then it's Will Levis on the road here in this spot. So I like the Jags. I'm gonna use them. They're minus three fifty on the money line. Not that I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna use them I'm gonna use them in a Survivor. It's the only spot really where I trust them the rest of the rest yeah, of the season. I agree. <laughs> and we're starting to get to a place where a lot of these teams have been already used. I think mm-hmm. I'd take the Chargers. I don't I know Ryan is a jaded Packers fan and he thinks this might be the spot <laughs> at Lambeau where they get it done. Probably not though. But this has gotta be a place where the Chargers go to five hundred. If you don't get a win against a char- a Packers team which is decimated, not running the ball well, like just kind of feels like they're under disarray. I mean you're probably you're probably firing Brandon Staley. I think you have to. Like if you lose to that Monday Green Bay morning, team he's it, done. You know, granted it's on the road, but yeah, I mean, um and it's 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 like if Brandon Staley was the offensive-minded head coach, right? Like, if he was Ben Johnson and the Chargers hired him and they're losing games even though they're going down and they're scoring, like, they're matching drive for drive like they did last week. You're like, week. oh, well, maybe we need a new D.C. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, oh, okay, we got to get our D.C. We got to get our Brian Flores who steps in in Minnesota and takes you from defense 29 to a top 10 defense, top 5 defense right now. But, I mean, like, the defense has been bad and it gets worse every year. So I think that would have to be the move that they make. And then Kellen Moore maybe gets a shot. But that, that'll that be interesting then. Like, what does Kellen Moore have to do to keep his job? Because right. if Ben Johnson comes in, he's not keeping Kellen Moore as the OC. He's Got his own the OC, peeps. and he's going to have his own people coming in, you know, his own staff. And does Ben Johnson even want to go to the Chargers? You know what I mean? Maybe he already is like, I want to go where Caleb goes, or I want to go where Drake goes and have my uh, quarterback that I could, like, you know, get in their head right away and develop. It's why, honestly, when you said that earlier in the show tonight about Brandon Staley getting fired if they lose that and the Packers winning this game and it's the time where you have to, I think it makes sense because if that happens at that moment, you then get Kellen Moore the rest of the season and you try him out as a head coach. Honestly, if I'm Washington, I would do the same thing with um, uh, Eric Bieniemy. Give him an opportunity. Oh, see God, what he's yes. like as a head coach. Give it a trial at this point to see where you are. you got nothing to lose if you got a losing record at this point in the season anyway. Because, yeah, if you don't have maybe somebody like Ben Johnson wanting to go to take that Chargers job, well, okay, then you brought Kellen Moore over there to at least, I'm assuming, consider what he would... Like, see what he would be like as a head coach if you were put in this position. You're in that position. So, yeah, yeah I think that makes perfect sense at that point if you're the Chargers. Of course, they've got to lose to the Packers first. And, well, Jordan Love is a, a roller coaster. Yeah, you know what? He did play, a, he played his best game, I'll say, until the fourth quarter. Two brutal picks. Which is, which is the yeah. definition of a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.